I can say I see some stranger things. Wish I could say I see some stranger things, but I can't. What in the world is upside down? I don't know, but I must find out. It's not about will, but about our will to survive. I love my town. Hawkins, where nothing happens often. We're afraid to go out walking. Hops saying we need to take precautions. Lights start to flicker. Now I think I get the picture. He's on the other side, but still communicating with us. And I'm not insane, but these cats have got a lot to gain. Too many questions, I'm going to need you to explain. This government experiment's going wrong. Grab the boat cutters, because I need to know what's going on. Hopped on the ham radio. Trying to make some contact, hoping to reach Australia, but went beyond that. See, I want to see 11 win, but can't help but wonder what happened hey, hey. to the other 10. What Everything is relative. Welcome to Death Cakes Podcast, the yes. first one of 2000, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> technically, it's the second one. We did technically record that first one in January. Yes. Okay. Alright. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 the first one since being under our new banner and being back on our shit. Yeah, and and like I said, we're not gonna if if you listen to the last uh I'm Mini the Fool, which is on the same feed, you heard the whole thing, you heard we're not gonna apologize again. It comes out when it comes out, folks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the other thing is like look, we uh like, uh, just to recap for those who did not listen to I Mini the Fool, which if you were on this, you have this feed, you should have. Um, you know, we ran into a snafu and went uh, migrating our stuff from our old server and had to start from scratch by hand getting all the shit up there. So once we did that, uh, we're back in business. Yeah. And, yep. you know, if maybe if we were big enough or at least good enough to get monetized we'd probably be more consistent but <laughs> hey, man, we don't we, have a sponsor we, we, we monetize we collect a little 20th of a cent for, <laughs> for every episode for every listen <laughs> now it's all good man you gotta start somewhere now all that being said we did have a uh, probably the first time ever we had a uh, a major company well yeah a major company do a regram of a picture we had on instagram oh yeah 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 so uh you know if old vienna wants to uh you know partner up and for that matter we bigged up old vienna quite a few times um more more specifically red hot ripplets but all the old vienna snacks we've all brought them we brought them up in so many different forms in passing and and we always ate them yeah, we were yeah, still do kids. Yeah, yeah. Since we were kids in the eighties, which is a good segue because that's what we're talking about today. Um, yes, kids in the eighties. If, if you haven't told or uh, figured it out by our uh, our episode title or probably just the header, uh, we're going to be fudging it a little bit this time. Um, Breaking the rules, kind of, because we're going to be talking about Stranger Things season three just ended what a month ago month and a half something like that something like that and uh you know that show is set in the 80s and the 80s like we always said is our bread and butter that is uh what this show was was uh built from is the 80s and the 90s and we never really 
have had a full episode sort of talking about it. And we thought since, you know, season three just came out and season three had something in it that sort of uh, hit home more yes. than in the first two seasons. Yeah, we'll get to that. And, <laughs> and so we talked about it before. We will definitely highlight it. And so we said, you know, let, let's uh, let's break the rules. Let's talk Stranger Things. Uh, we'll, this is spoiler alert. We are going to talk spoilers of all three seasons, mostly three because that's the most recent one. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, and you know it's still a couple months fresh, if you haven't watched wait watch the show come, come back and listen to this but uh if you're like most people you already binged it and, uh we're just gonna talk about it yeah and so let's rewind back to the beginning because you um what was that 2017 16 was the first season yeah yeah 2017 well, 2017 all right so when uh oh wait you know what it might have been 16 was it 16? yeah I believe it, it was 16 yeah because 2017 season 2 came out around Halloween of 2017 oh yeah that's right and then it and was 2018 it was on break yeah 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 okay so 2016 you hit me up you were texting me blowing me up like nigga have you seen this Stranger Things and I don't know I don't know if it had been advertised or like heavily touted yet but the word of mouth for this thing it spread yeah I it mean, had twitter timeline was blowing up blowing up about it some of the people we follow um you know tweeting about it talking about it but you you were the one kept saying have you seen the stranger things and i said no and you said you gotta see it it's it's the 80s on you know on film <laughs> or whatever you said you know something like that yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll get around to it. My bad, sorry to cut you off, but I'm like, I'll no get bad. around to it. But then you kept telling me every day, every day, hey, have you seen Stranger Things yet? Well, get on it, boy. You need to see it. <laughs> I finally started watching it. I finally started watching it, and I'm like, wow. And you're like, yeah, it took you long enough. Now, welcome to the party. Now, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because oh, um, when it first started, I wasn't even, you know, I. It was one of those Netflix things where they just drop shit and they don't really advertise it. They just drop it on a fr- fr- on a Friday. Hey, here's this new right. show, and th- there's no fanfare or anything. And it was probably a good two or three weeks before I even watched it. You know, cause it was just like whatever, and people kept talking about it, kept talking about it. And I just kept not watching. Then finally, my wife and I, you know, sat down and we watched like the first episode, and then we binged like three in a row. And it, the the Duffer Brothers, really hit it out of the park um, because I assume they are also '80s babies, so they would have to be, they, or at least '70s babies who came of age in the '80s or something that saw it. Yeah, but they had everything about the 80s right. And so my wife and I, like, uh, we didn't quite binge it. We we watched, like, we, we binged the first three episodes, and then we went, like, one a night till we 
finished it off. Right. And, you know, I just didn't know what to expect. I, I knew it was a horror kind of thing, but that's all anybody really said about it. You know, even online. Yeah. You know, until until you sort of, you know, watched it and saw, okay, it, it's, it's, a, it's a horror thing, but it's set in the 80s. And, you know, it's got all the 80s hair and the 80s music and all the references. And on top of that, it centers around children, which we've talked about it before. You know, you can't, there aren't shows. Well, I guess, uh, I guess On My Block, which is also on Netflix, kind of breaks that now because it's a show based on children and it's, you know, teenagers, whatever, and it's modern day. But for the simple fact that kids really can't go outside like they used to anymore and just run the neighborhood like we used to because of sick fucking pedophiles and weird people out there. So that context, like that frame of reference is gone. So you don't see that anymore, except for in yeah. cartoons. Yeah, I think we have even said that on this show. We have. That that uh, you can't do a Goonies. You can't remake the Goonies now because it doesn't work. I mean, not just because of, of sensibilities and pedophiles and stuff. The technology is just to a point where you, you can't do it. Like they're... Uh, Disney is announcing they are going to uh, reboot Home Alone for uh, for the Disney Plus. <laughs> How in, in the age in the age of cell phones, Home Alone doesn't work? Hell, in the nineties, Home Alone didn't work because he just all he had to do was call the fucking police, and he didn't do it. <laughs> well, yeah, that but he's psych- he's a sociopath. Well. So. <laughs> Well, you know what? Maybe we just maybe we just answer our own question. Maybe this kid is a sociopath, and he he's like, "Damn a cell phone! I'm going to murder people." <laughs> I get I I don't know, but ring um, camera, yeah, go ahead and shut that off. That's that's incriminating evidence. So let them see I this. Yeah, but this show, you know, the the way to do that that uh, kids adventure on your own kind of thing. Is to do it as period piece, unfortunately. It's the only way to do it these days. Yeah, and that's what they've done. And by the way, I'm sorry, I've got to jump off a tangent here. I know exactly why this is 2016. So for you all who have been with us for a while or who follow me in particular, um, that's the year I got back into wrestling. And so I was watching just a fuck ton of wrestling, like everything, you know. And I just got into Ring of Honor on top of the WWE stuff. So I was like, I was consumed by all of that. So when I had free time, I was watching that. And I was completely hooked. So I'm like, okay, I promise you, after SummerSlam, I'll watch Stranger Things. That's when it was. Because <laughs> <and> I remember. <laughs> because I had live tweeted SummerSlam uh, 2016. And as soon as, the, as soon as the event wrapped up, you're like, all right. SummerSlam is over. Start watching Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of fits it too because SummerSlam just happened. Uh, I mean, at the time we were recording this, it just happened uh, yesterday. Or excuse me. Uh, Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, anyway. Um, shit. Lost my train of thought. We were just talking <laughs> about how you can't do. Um, oh, yeah. You know, kids. Kids adventure story like that you know without it uh, you know uh, without it being a period piece yeah it, it just doesn't work anymore it can't because 
you know, like I said, technology has gone to the point where it just doesn't work. Right. Um, but but this again, show, I will say on my block kind of challenges that. So if you haven't seen now, that, try it. But that's yeah, now I thought that I thought that was set in like the nineties. Uh, I don't think it's the nineties. I think it's still, uh, a, I think it's still. I think it's modern day. Oh, maybe there's another show that's set. You're talking about. You talking about everything sucks. Oh, that's what I'm. That's thinking the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking might have to do an episode about that i never got around to that uh yeah i never watched it either yeah but anyway we're we're already derailing ourselves let's get let's get back to the stranger thing so you (laughs) watched it like i said it took me uh a while and uh some coaxing a lot of coaxing from you to get into it but i did and once i did i shotgun the whole thing and i told my well my ex now but you know girlfriend at the time hey you know Try the show is pretty pretty good. It took her a while to get into it. Uh, then finally, she, you know, she bits the whole thing like at work on her phone, like <laughs> during her break time down there at work. Couldn't yeah. put it down. It's that kind of show. Yeah, it it really is that kind of show. And you know, I I never really. I mean, I I play role playing games on on computer and stuff. You know, like. Like uh, RPGs, Final Fantasy stuff. I never really got into the whole D and D thing, but I get it. You know, it's that kind of thing, right? I I've, yeah, I've and, I know enough about it, or like I've seen enough television, or you know, whatever the case. I, I know by osmosis, I should say that because yeah. I've never played it, and I don't really know anybody who plays it, but I I, I vaguely understand it. Yeah, and see the other thing for me, well. Not quite, because these kids are a little bit older than I was at the time of the show. Show takes the first season takes place in eighty three, right? I believe so, because right now they're in eighty five, so eighty three, eighty four, eighty five, I guess. Or did take be because I thought season two happened right after season. One. So oh. I, I think I think because Ghostbusters had come out and they just ah okay Halloween. yeah that's that's eighty four then. And then Back to the Future had just come out in season 85. Three. Yep. Okay. All right. So okay, so, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was like the spring of, because they were in school. So it was the spring right, of 84. Right. Coming back into season two was uh, fall Halloween time of 84. Mm-hmm. Then 85. I think that's right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, so that was eighty four. I wasn't quite ten years old. So okay, I wasn't their age. Eighty four? Hell, show. were you even quite six years? Old? <laughs> no, I yeah. was born in seventy eight. So yeah, I okay, wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't there. But I, you know, I still remembered some of those things. Some of those, um, you know, just the cars, the music, sure, the hair, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, be, being an adult now, you know, I listen to all those. Well, I don't listen to all those. I listened to last podcast on the left, and they talked about that whole MK Ultra thing, which was a uh, conspiratorial theory about this um, experiments that the U.S. government was doing with mind control and using LSD to try and untap 
you know, mental powers in people in order to, you know, have a, a psychic war with Russia, mm-hmm. you know, to learn secrets and stuff. And that's basically what season one of Stranger Things was, was the, um, the, the and- scientists were using drugs and everything to unlock the psychic potential in people so they could use it to spy on the Russians. Eleven was spying and accidentally opened a door which brought in uh, the Mind Flayer and and the Demogorgon and all of that stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, I just gotta say, that's also, this isn't the first show to uh, to uh, tinker around with, with that subject matter because uh, remember Fringe, like the whole point of like uh, you know Olivia Dunham and like when she was a kid and the kids uh, you know that she was uh, subjected oh, to those tests yeah. with and the same thing where they use sensory deprivation and drugs and they're testing on the kids so I mean I don't know how much truth is in that but I mean science fiction seems to pick up on it a lot and yeah it. yeah and um, I, I totally forgot about French I can't do it yeah. I've, I've been watching. I've been watching an episode here, or there, of Fringe on uh, uh, IMDb TV has like uh, they've got a streaming uh, TV channel where they've got like a lot of older shows and Fringe's up there. So I, I've been oh, sort of going through season one again, but I haven't gotten to that part. I kind of forgot about that whole part. Yeah, but yeah, they set up where you know eleven is one of I don't know how many kids but um, well there's at least 11 yeah that uh, have, have these psychic powers and they they have I mean if, if you've seen the show you, you know they um, the only one that seems to you know 11 is probably the last one because this whole tragedy happened you know as 11 was being tested and used right. so even though the when you get to season two, you see that that the government guys were still trying to work on this program and study the the upside down. I doubt they went back to using kids to try and do it. Right. But I think knows? once. Right. I think once they opened up that, they started they started digging into well, what's this? Yeah. You know, so yeah. never mind the, uh, you know, the Russians, the, right? Yeah, and I mean, just the the whole flavor of the show. It it was this sort of sci-fi horror thing that hadn't really. I I, I won't say it's never been been around. It's been around, but you hadn't seen anything since probably Fringe. There what wasn't anything on TV like that at the, nah, at not the really. moment. I mean, stuff has come along now, like the Twin Peaks reboot, and um, I don't know. I don't know if anything else really has, but but you haven't really had that sort of sci-fi horror kind of thing pop up at the time. So um, it was fresh, it was new, and the the '80s was just a big hook, and you had all of these people that, that watched it, you know, like. I want to say around that time, that's when the the side ponytails started making a comeback in fashion. <laughs> and man, 
that took yeah. me back, by the way, man. I remember so many girls in, in you know, in my first grade and whatnot, those side ponytails. Yeah, and you know, all that kind of, all those sorts of fashions are kind of making a comeback. You know, you've got um, like the the leggings came back. Yep. In, in a huge way, that's all girls wear now is leggings. Now, I, I won't, won't say it's because of Stranger Things; it's just the way fashion works. Yeah, you know, right. That's cyclical. Cycles. Right. But you know, it it was prominent in in all of the the Stranger Things seasons. You you see these uh, these leggings and stuff like that. So it, it at least helped put it out in the public zeitgeist. You know, in in the mind there. Right, um, and then season two came along. Now season two, my wife, well, we we, we watched like the first episode together. My wife is not the biggest uh, sci-fi fan. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's stuff she'll watch and stuff she won't. But she never really was interested. She she wasn't hooked enough in the Stranger Things uh, season two to. Uh, warrant us, you know, watching it together because for a while, you know, we, we watched the first episode and then, you know, I watch stuff at work sometimes, you know, right? It's just, just playing in the background. But that show, I I wasn't watching it, you know, during work, whatever, because I was waiting to watch it with her. But then she never really wanted to, so mm-hmm. then I just kind of fell out of it and I never never went back to watch and I remember that because so so okay the shoe was on the other foot this time because when season two okay season two actually got advertised uh during the Super Bowl it was a there was a there was a big spot for it yeah and everybody went nuts and like everybody's in like, there I remember just being like calm down it's it ain't till yeah. October folks oh <laughs> I remember January. yeah cause, cause <laughs> at the time they had, hadn't announced it it was getting a second season yet right and oh 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 and by the way uh i don't remember who i i tried to dig it up before we did this and i was trying to remind i I was trying to dig it up and uh find out who wrote this article so we could rub it in their face and tell them to kick rocks and shut the fuck up because they were saying oh stranger things needs to be an anthology series because there's no way they're going to be able to continue this story and because when this happens then it's all sewn up so I'm like yeah do you all know anything about what they've written just shut up and let it play out and obviously look here we are two seasons later same characters same overarching story so there you go sit on that yeah but yeah um god I wish I knew you know what when we get to a stopping point I'm gonna see if I can google that and find out who said that so I can tell them about themselves here on the podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the Super Bowl Sunday that got us that got a spot and everybody went nuts. And of course, we had to wait another 10 months for it to finally get out. But it came out and I was on it right away. I went through that shit in like a week. And you were like, oh, I'm still on the first episode. I'm like, what are you waiting on? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, I, was, I was waiting on my, my wife. But then. Right. It, it got to the point where she didn't want to watch and I just you know I started watching other things not that I forgot about it I just kept saying okay well I'll just watch it when I can you know and I just never went back 
And so I this will. is why we've never done an episode about it because we've always been out of sync as far as like we, when you and I finished it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was. Geez, it wasn't probably until last, like the end of last year, when, when I finally said screw it and and finished it. See, and I don't even know because you didn't tell me. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I wasn't even aware that you finished it. <laughs> by the time through the third one came out yeah i i finished it and yeah whoever wrote that article is a dumbass because they opened up so much new potential you know to uh to so the much. well at the time new, new potential to, to the world i that's one of my criticisms for three but we'll we'll get there in a second but um they they opened up so, so much potential with who was it? Eight? Was that her number? I think the it was. Other, I mean, the show started with this other person who had psychic powers too, you know. And it, it was like, oh shit, we're gonna we're gonna meet them all, sure, surely, you know. Surely, yeah. all of them are gonna show up at some point. We're, we're gonna know about all these other people. But then it it, it didn't happen, and you know, eight just kind of went her own way at the end. Sure did, and uh, you know, again to reference Fringe, kind of reminds me of that episode. Remember when they first started to cross over to the other side, and had all those people that had powers, and they, as soon as they got on the side, they all got killed or captured. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's kind of—I mean, not the same as what happened with Eight, but they just kind of dropped the Eight uh, uh, story arc, and you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess her story. I mean, you know, I'm not saying she can't come back, but it's kind of funny that nobody else got mentioned at all. Yeah, because I thought she said that other kids got away. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, honestly, I thought. I thought when, whenever they, whenever they were going to, whenever they released a new season, I thought that they were going to explore that, but they didn't. See, and that's one thing they could have done if they they did an anthology. They could have, you know gone and you know showed okay well this is another person and then just have her story you know they they could do that maybe i guess they could do a spinoff if they really wanted to they could absolutely do that you know what i'm saying like let's say they let's say well we haven't gotten to season three yet but the way season three ends they could end it there i mean i don't want them to but i'm saying they could and then they could go back to like you know 82, 83, 84, whatever, and be talking about somebody else, you know. But who knows? You know, we really don't know until they, until they release it. No, but I thought it was, it was great because in two, um, well, one, you see just how fucked up Will is. Will's oh my god, up. man! And they left that as a cliffhanger, kind of in um at the end of season one where you saw where they, they freed him and they were still he was still coughing up like leeches I guess or whatever the fuck that was it's the little Demogorgon things yeah but he was still coughing those up in the sink and I'm like oh this ain't done you yeah. know and obviously you know season 2 answered that and one thing I was going to say if we ever recorded between season 1 and 2 was like okay yeah the papers are all raving about yeah the Biden boy's back you know the you know or by buyers 
Byers, yeah. Byers. I keep calling him Bynum. I don't because thinking about basketball. But <laughs> um, yeah, they keep saying, "Oh yeah, you know the the Byers boy is back." He's you know we found the buyer's boy and i'm like uh you guys know that that barb chick is still gone and y'all ain't you don't seem to care what the fuck yeah and i thought that happened that, was... second, that happened in season two where you you know but it still seems like but it was like the kids took it upon themselves to go find out what happened to barb the rest of the town and the news didn't give a fuck and i don't get that huh. well because well no, I can't even say that. I was going to say because Barb wasn't from a well-to-do family, but neither was Byers. Right. It's a small town. I mean, I don't, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know how small that town is if they had that, that mall, but it can't have been oh. that small. Uh, yeah, true. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> but. You know, season two, I thought, handled the whole Will thing well, because, um, and and even into season three a little bit, because, um, okay, yeah, he's possessed, but he's also suffering from, you know, just post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. You know, it, he, he was having the, those visions of the Upside Down, which was brought on by his possession, but maybe not maybe that was just you know his his uh his ptsd you know right at, at least they they really sort of played it that way mm-hmm. and i thought that was great and then um the sister who who was freaking out about barb the whole time oh uh nancy nancy yeah i would forget her name again you know what the names you know what i'm saying you don't really see too many Contemporaries named Nancy anymore. So. Uh-uh. There's definitely some eighties names. <laughs> and Barb. Who can names a kid Barbara anymore? Nobody. <laughs> Barbara. Barbara. But like <laughs> from the MST3K joke, if anybody, if anybody caught that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. But I, I thought it handled, you know, all of that stuff really well. And then they, then season, you know, season two ends with, with, uh, an exorcism basically. Right. And, and again, you think it's done. You think, think it's over, but they had announced season three by then. So you knew a third season was coming, mm-hmm. but, um, you didn't really know what it was. And when season right. three opened, still really didn't know what what to uh, expect and I knew it was going to be good I just didn't like that just the question was on my mind the whole time it's, especially since they took a year off I was like what can it possibly be about it seems like they fixed everything right oh absolutely well no no they didn't yeah and you know right off the jump season well even the, the trailer showed you know um, what what was gonna happen and who the the main bad guy was, and and it can, um, can we rewind a bit? Uh, or are you done with season two or no? Um, yeah. If well, kind of, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to say real quick about season two. Um, they introduced Sean Astin, which yeah. which I thought was cool because it's kind of like how heroes 
uh, the creators of Heroes love Star Trek, and so you saw that's why you saw like Nichelle Nichols show up as uh, uh, I forget the kid's name as his uh, his grandmother, and you show you had um, uh, George Takei, yeah, um, you know he's in it on and off. Um, references to Star Trek throughout and even Siler ends up getting cast as Spock in the Star Trek reboot so full circle with that um, but you know everybody made the comparison of Stranger Things and Goonies which it kind of is you know yeah. a mix of our Goonies and Fringe a little bit like we've been saying and uh, you know so then here comes Sean Astin and uh, you know. which I mean the show as a whole has done a really good job of of uh, throwing in a lot of 80s favorites. You know, you've got Winona Ryder, who was mm-hmm. a, a big 80s uh, actress, you know, for uh, Heathers and uh, Beetlejuice. Right. Then, then you have all these great guest stars. Well, you season one and part of season two had Matthew Modine, who, you know, also had a lot of movies in the 80s you know he, he was always like the heartthrob and stuff right um but then you've got you've got sean astin season three brings in uh uh shit who was in season three who am i thinking of? uh wait wait who showed up in season three um somebody showed up in season three who was it, it and i'm blanking okay. on it it blanking on I'm blanking on it too but what I wanted to say about Sean Astin though you know why as you try to jog your memory there myself included um what to say about Sean Astin his character Bob god damn it he was a good man he deserved better oh yeah <laughs> oh man when he, because when he got into it like when he when they clued him in on what was going on and he was all about it you know getting in there and helping them out and everything like that he was and then I think he was the first one to get destroyed I'm like damn Bob yeah you didn't deserve it man fucking demon dogs got a hold of him ah you didn't deserve it um I felt bad for Bob (laughs) yeah and and you know what while while we're on subject fuck Target while while we're on subject because I hadn't even finished the season and I I don't even think the, the season had been out more than maybe a month and Target was selling these fucking baseball tees uh, I, I remember it, it was blue with or it was white with blue stripes and red lettering on the front it said Bob is a new barb it's like you know what <laughs> and I saw that shit I like, remember I that all that shit in the store and I'm like you know what I remember I that you had you had only seen like a couple of episodes at that point too, so you didn't even, or I don't even know if you did you even know who Bob was when you saw that? Yeah, yeah, because okay, he, he was in the first okay. episode. All right, I couldn't remember when he showed up or not. So yeah, man, I remember when you texted me about that. You were pissed. <laughs> I'm like, come on, <laughs> shit, I can't finish this thing yet, and they're selling this oh, bullshit. Man. It's kind of like what happened yeah. to me on uh, Hell on Wheels. I used to like that show. And then when somebody you and Eric Siska, <laughs> yeah, well, me too, too. I I won't I won't say I I wasn't on it. I liked it, and then when somebody, I think that's right when I got nah. I've been on Twitter for a minute, but somebody tweeted out, 
you know, right when the episode had gone off. Like, I, I mean, you know, nobody's fault but my own. I should have waited. But I was behind in the season and someone said, ah, oh, damn. He said, Common, you represented well, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, he dies? Well, fuck. Yeah, it makes you not want to watch the I kind of, Yeah, I mean, even though he wasn't the main character, he was a big part of the show. And like, once I already kind of heard that he died, I'm like, well, I mean, all right. I guess I, yeah. I couldn't even I, I couldn't even pick up another episode. Yeah, I, I don't even know where I left off on that show. Yeah, I've never gone back. Maybe I will one day. I think my moment's kind of passed, though. Yeah. Because that, that came out of at the time when Red Dead 1 came. Or, yeah, Red Dead yeah. Redemption 1 came out. And so we, we were all on Red it Dead for that. the show, yeah. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. But um, I still can't remember who else was in. I thought there, there was another 80 star in. in the... You know what? You keep talking. I'm going to look this up and I'm going to look so can see if I can find who wrote that article. Okay. Yeah, but um, you know the the show even if it doesn't have stars, it does have a lot of homages to 80s other 80s properties. You've got, you know, Goonies homages. That big ass Russian was a Terminator mo- uh montage or uh not montage. A uh uh tribute uh tribute to terminator then uh oh yeah i mean it just just everything that they you know put in that show and to jump back to season two before we go season one when season two came out you know i thought for sure that uh the brothers uh steve i I thought for sure he was gonna be he I thought he was like the demo Gorgon inside of, uh, you know, taking human form or something. I had it pegged. And then it came out, you know, towards the end that he was just a, just a, a guy, an asshole. I was like, oh, that sucks. But then season, the, the trailer for season three comes and you see that he um, is the main bad guy this time which I, I wish the trailer would have pointed out, but it kind of, it, it, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It sort of made the, the suspicion that probably everyone had, you know, come true that, okay, he is actually the bad guy this time. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, but well, let's just jump into three. Okay, well, what? two things before we do that. Number one, I still can't find who uh, who this was who showed up. I'm trying to, but uh, shit. Anyway, but uh, to answer our question from before, which is funny because I googled Stranger Things anthology series, and I'm seeing message board and like Reddit posts like, "Hey, remember when everybody wanted this to be an anthology series? Well, look at this." <laughs> so exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> But okay, and the guy is uh, James Hibbard for uh, for Entertainment Weekly. That's where I saw this article at, and he's saying it shouldn't. It should start. Everything should start anew. And of course, he's wrong. But 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna land base this guy because apparently the show almost was an anthology series, but everybody got on board with it, so they kept it going. Oh. Yeah. So it could switch, I guess. It I mean, depending on what they want to do, yeah. But that because would, it blew yeah. up because it blew up, that's why. Huh? So, I mean, yeah, if once they finish the story of Eleven, it definitely could. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's one, one of the things I was thinking about uh, after finished season three. You know, how are they going to do it this time? You know, uh, but we'll, I'll save that for the end of the show about, you know, season four and what they're going to do. But um, season three. Oh, Carrie L's. That's right, Cariel's. That's who I was thinking. Of. So you know, Cariel's from Princess Bride. He's in there. So they they do a really good job of getting these eighty stars and having them come in, not just for a one off, you know, wink at the camera kind of uh, scene. They they come in there and they are major characters in this show. Yeah, and it, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, let's uh, jump into season three. Season three. So, um... <laughs> so, well, I I will say, I'll start this. I'll start it this way. Season three came out. Um, well, when it was about to come out, we were. I was with the family. We were driving somewhere, and it came. It came out. Uh, Fourth of July weekend. That's right. Yep. We we were driving somewhere, and uh, my daughter asked if we were going anywhere Fourth of July. And you know, Fourth of July was like in the middle of the week this year. So like, no, we're you know not going out because it's yeah, a Thursday. Thursday is absolutely. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not, not gonna go out. She's like, uh, are, are we going anywhere? I was like, no, we're off work, but, you know, we're not going to go anywhere and do anything, probably. She's like, great, because season, season is Stranger Things, I'm, I'm going to watch that all day. So she's, you know, she just turned 14. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped her, I was like, you watched the first two seasons? And she got a scared look on her face, like she, she did something wrong. And um, she was like, yeah, was I not supposed to? I'm like, no, I don't care, but why don't you do this? Wait until, until, um, you know, after dark and then save at least the first episode and we'll we'll watch the premiere together. So she said, okay. So, you know, we, we watched the premiere together, loved it. Great premiere. But then, you know, after it was over, I said, okay, you can go to your room and watch, you know, at your leisure. I don't you know and she was like no but I want to watch it with you and so it turned Hold into on. this whole like father daughter bonding thing we, we watched one episode a night um, well no I think we watched six and, no five and six we, we watched two in a row that night but um, yeah it just it turned into this really nice kind of father daughter bonding time and we watched it together and it was just a nice thing I That's enjoyed it fun. yeah man uh, mine was a little bit different. Um, <laughs> so, um, 
yeah my girlfriend and i and i meant to talk about this on many on our mini the fool but we kind of we skipped over our uh our our recent going on goings on and just jump right into subject matter we'll circle back around to that probably on the next one mm-hmm. but one thing i've been doing in the absence or we she and i have been doing is uh we binge the fuck out of some tv that's how i learned about on my block and um you know some other shows right now we're actually kind of into star trek discovery right now which i never thought i'd be saying that but uh really? yeah but you know quentin comes over and he hangs out and so it's just the three of us and we just binge the fuck out of tv you know a lot of different stuff and um one of the ones we've been waiting on was stranger things and when it came out we got through almost all of it in one sitting like and i've never been that guy I've never been, i usually like to watch and let it kind of sink in watch a couple episodes maybe three at the most let it sink mm-hmm. in and watch some more later no not anymore man <laughs> i was just running through shit you know so uh stranger things came out and so we got down to like the last two episodes it was on the weekend but like fuck like well you know we want we both want to dvr cheat on each other we know we want to do it so all right how about this we will get together in the middle of the week you know it was vacant wednesday promise you won't watch it for watch the last two episodes together so <laughs> so we did that <laughs> came back and we watched the last two episodes but holy shit man yeah they went all out i mean the uh, it is obviously they've gotten more money as the show goes on because it's a fucking cash cow yeah although i'm not sure I, you know that's not the conversation that we're gonna have tonight and try to break this down i don't know how netflix makes money or how its revenue model works i know they're in the hole so i don't know how they, they gotta be because it's a finite amount of people paying 10 bucks a month i don't and they keep putting out content and then licensing licensing movies from other studios which you know cost them money so i don't know how they're making money off this anymore but i mean they keep making shows <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and and like I said, you can tell the budget has gotten bigger because the CG for as big of monsters as they had this season and, you know, all the effects that went into the people melting and shit, that's not cheap. <laughs> no, and to have it look good, that that ain't that ain't cheap. But, uh-huh. I, I mean, I mean, the show it, itself was was a really good I, I know there's always haters there but i thought it was a really good season it was and you know what before we get into this why don't we take a break and we'll come back on the other side and talk about talk about season three all right all right see you on the other side folks when you don't know where to go to why don't you go where fashion sits presenting sounds of the 80s all your favorite 80s hits in one incredible collection i wear my song Sounds 
of the 80s for just $9.99 on compact disc or double length cassette. That's more than one full hour of classic 80s hits. I and other great sounds of the 80s albums. There's no minimum to buy. Cancel any time. Sounds of the 80s is not sold in stores. So call now to get the 80s hottest hits. To order Sounds of the 80s, call 1-800-582-2555. That's 1-800-582-2555. Or send $9.99 for cassette or CD, plus $3.50 shipping and handling to Sounds of the 80s, Department 14, Richmond, Virginia. Or call 1-800-582-25. All right, let's get into the meat of Season 3. Yes. Stranger Things. And, you know, first thing I got to start off... Um, it was smart of them to jump forward a year because the kids, you know, with that year gap between season two and season three, they've all grown up and their voices are starting to change and everything. I want to say that's probably why they did it. I think those, those first two seasons were actually filmed pretty close together. Mm -hmm. So they, not a lot changed, but you know, kids, they grow very rapidly and uh, especially, you know, pre, you know, pre-teens and teens or whatever, and, you know, going to puberty and shit, you know, motherfuckers, yeah. the voice has changed, they're growing taller, and they look older and shit now, like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, and plus, you know, since they probably filmed it back-to-back, or close to back-to-back, you also have, you know, once season one and two come out, they're, and they, they become popular, they become known, they get other acting work so they probably needed a year for them to do other stuff yeah like uh, i don't know about the others but i know mike did uh, he was an it yeah he's gonna be in the ghostbusters remake that's gonna be up. badass so that jason reitman yeah i'm yeah. i'm i'm my interest is peaked and then do it right. millie, millie bobby brown is was in uh king of monsters she's also good friends with drake which is Creepy. Yeah, that's a little weird. That's very weird. The uh, black kid, he was, he was in that. Um, he he was. McLaughlin, uh, man. Yeah, I, I don't remember. <laughs> but he he was like, he played a, a black kid. He well, that's what he is. I mean, come on, it's the eighties movies, man. Yeah, you, there's you, always there's always a fat kid, smart kid, black kid. Didn't he I show was you the black. He, I was the black kid. <laughs> you ain't have any choice. So I guess he doesn't either. He doesn't either. He doesn't either. <laughs> but you know what? He went out of his way to show you he's not Winston. This is how you repay him. You forget his name. Yeah. This, well, I I never knew. I only know the, the girl's name because she's fucking everywhere. Yeah, honestly, I only know those two names. I don't know the... I, don't, I forget the other two's names. Yeah, but, um... He was, 
in that in that um, new edition uh, bio. Uh, oh fuck! On, uh, he was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, he played. He wasn't. I want to say he was a uh, uh, Bell. Man, he wasn't Ronnie. I know that. I forgot about that. Yeah, did you ever see that? I saw part of it. I never finished it. It was actually really good. I'm surprised they haven't put it on DVD or anything. But it was actually a pretty good miniseries. I saw part of that. I need to go back and watch the watch the whole thing over again. Yeah, that that was really good. Um, then the other the other kids really haven't done much, if anything. The kid with no teeth, he was supposed to have a new show on Netflix. It was going to be a prank show, but it got a lot of backlash, and I don't know if they're still going to do it. It was going to be a a prank show about people, you know, applying for jobs, and then they they go to the interview, and uh uh-oh, it's a prank. And it was getting... Yeah. What kind of... Well, that didn't even sound like a good premise. I mean, what kind of backlash were they getting, though? Because how dare... There's people out there working... You know, trying trying to get a job to better themselves, and you're making fun of them, and oh fuck, getting your hopes up, and and they they were coming after the kid, I think, but it's not the kid's fault. He, you know he didn't make the show; he was just going to be like the host, and I I don't think he would have been, you know, part of it other than to say, okay, here's our next clip or whatever. You know what? Taking a break from this, uh. And not exactly breaking news. You know what? American society sucks now. Yeah, it does. God, really? All right, th- that's all I got to say. I'm not going to dwell on that. Just, just, just. That's me. why shows like this work so well, because everyone wants to go back. Yeah. To when it was simpler. Oh, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, but. Uh, no. Oh, well. But, um. Oh, the, the older brother. He, he was in uh, he's Cannonball in that new Mutants movie that's never gonna see the light of day yeah and I'm well I didn't know I didn't know he was in it but I'm still I'm I'm, I'm glad Marvel has it now but I did kind of want to see that movie and see how it was gonna play out because it looked interesting well um, I know we're off on tangents but um, I was reading an article today where Disney took a $140 million loss from from acquiring Fox. Part of it is because of how bad um, Dark Phoenix failed. And some... There, there's, there's talk, rumors that uh, some certain Marvel or uh, Disney execs, not Marvel, Disney execs are saying they're not all that thrilled with New Mutants. So they're probably going to uh, dump it on Hulu all right, or Disney+. Plus. Well, you know, I mean, if it's not good, it's not good. Don't show it to me. But it looked interesting from that trailer. and uh, you know. But I, I do think, number one, I didn't even go see Dark Meeting, so I didn't want to see it. I knew it was going to be garbage, and apparently, I mean, that's what I'm hearing. But... I'm really shocked that that movie got out, got made, and got released before when we had the trailer for New Mutants like years ago. Yeah, we cool. had the trailer for New Mutants before we had the trailer for Dark Phoenix. 
long before. So, the thing. whatever, man. Yeah. But, um, anyway, yeah, Stranger Things Season 3. Uh, yeah, they they took it out a year because everyone had had grown up. And it, I mean, if, if it wasn't the whole horror thing, it would have been a great coming of age kind of thing because it was about all of them sort of growing apart. Yeah. You know, it, it comes back in like summer just before the, no, school isn't about to start. It's still in the middle. It's 4th of July. Yeah. And, you know, school's out. They've been separated. Dustin was at summer camp for a month or a week or however long he was gone. He was. At, I like to believe he was at Cap Bonawana, but his shirt, his shirt kept reminding me that he wasn't. So, yeah. And um, you know, Mike and Eleven were together, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna do it again. The black kid and uh, the redhead girl were together. Lucas and um, Max. Max, yeah, which I thought was pretty funny at this point, but <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Not and them, but, you know, the, the names. Then poor, poor Will didn't have anybody. I felt so bad for him, man. Of all the shit he had to go through, and all he wanted to do was play some D&D, and they're like, no, we like pussy now. Shit, but I've been there, too. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, not wanting to play D&D, but, I, you know, I was the one in my early teens that didn't have a girlfriend, and all my friends did, so I was always, like, the third wheel. I guess, but what I'm saying is, you know, he's the one who really had to go through it. He's the one that got possessed and still still dealing with it today. Yeah. You yeah, know? He's, and on top of that, his friends are all growing up and... And in the pussy. And, well, there, there was one of them Think Peace articles out there that... Oh, that fuck Think Peace, that, man. That was saying that maybe Will's gay and he just hasn't, you know, either realized it or embraced it yet. Or maybe he isn't, and he just want. I, I, what, what does that matter? Why is it there? Why is there it, there's nothing it, to write about. Exactly, they don't have anything else to write about. And if he is, guess what? That's a whole Who other cares? topic. Guess what? That'll that that's formula for another episode. But what the God? Uh, they they made uh they made what's her name? The uh, um, Uma Thurman's daughter. She was a lesbian. And it was no big deal. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, she she came out at, in, in that episode, and I didn't have to explain anything to my daughter. It's just, okay, she's a lesbian. That's, that's yeah. how it's working. It's no big deal. Uh, I think peace. But, American society sucks now. <laughs> that's why we have to go back. And but I, I thought it, it was a... Like, that, that, thought, that sounds like red cap stuff. We're not talking about that. We're, we're, yeah, no. <laughs> we're not talking about that. <laughs> no, no. But I thought it was... Uh, it was... One, I have never seen a, a mall go up that quick. But this mall... And this... This is what, what made season three for me. And you... Is, yes... Well, I think you texted I, you text me and then I text you back as soon as I started watching yeah because 
this one, out of all the seasons and all of the nostalgia and stuff that that I have felt watching this show, nothing hit home as much as season three. Why? Because of this 80s ass mall. And that's I mean, <laughs> this mall, this mall, so goddamn. If, if this mall was a oh, proctologist, if this, if this mall was a proctologist, it'd be slapping rubber glove on just shoving the 80s right up the ass <laughs> up there. Oh, four fucking fingers, man. Oh, 80s. God. Right up the ass. Oh, because, no. Because uh, 85... That's exactly what I wrote to I was like, yo, I even talked about the episode. I said, watch the Stranger Things. Message one, sent. Message two, that is an 80s ass mall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, I'm serious. Like the '80s went to the the Proctologist. Proctologist just shoved the '80s right up his ass, and then it shoved his own head up there. And yeah. said, the '80s, man. Because <laughs> I think out out of all the seasons, this season hit me the hardest. Because in real life, this was '85. I was like eight years old and really starting to notice my surroundings if that makes sense sure. like the uh, other seasons you know I knew of the stuff that was there and I you know I know the music and I know you know the clothing and stuff like that but this season had props and um, settings and just the colors and everything was stuff that I actually still had in my memory bank stuff that I viscerally remembered there was a scene in um that in the uh, newspaper office where the the editor picks up this coffee mug and it is exactly the kind of 80s ass coffee mugs my parents used to get from the gas station like around christmas time it's this ceramic mug and, and it's got it's got this sort of like beveled bottom to it mm-hmm. so it's easy to stack inside other mugs just like it right and- People, go back if you don't know what we're talking about go back it's like the very first couple episodes um when you see them drinking coffee and i text you about that too i was like man this thing is like hitting all the cues because like okay number one in 85 i was well for most of 85 i was three i turned four in september okay so the fact that i even remember a lot of this shit is just goes to you know a testament to why I'm able to do this show because my memory is just stupid like that. But even so, I mean, like like I said, I was watching when they when they picked up that coffee and I text you immediately like, yo, those coffee mugs. I'm like, man, I mean everything about this is just so fucking 80s, like even more so than the last ones, like even down to like the coffee mugs. And I said to you, I said, you remember those coffee mugs that you guys used to get from the gas station? from the local Amico, it had like a I guess it's ceramic or it's like translucent ceramic or translucent glass like a white like you can see the liquid inside kinda yeah you know and like you said the beveled bottom when you could stack other mugs on top of you know on top of each other like that and you text me back in all caps yes that's exactly what I thought I'm like yeah I remember them you probably still got those mugs at the house somewhere yeah I think my dad probably still has a couple of them at least but I mean that, like I said, that whole scene 
hit me viscerally. Like, I could feel it in my chest it hit me like that. It, it was just... I can't explain it. It, I, I wish I could explain it better, but I mean, I could feel it in my body. This, this feeling of 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 just eightiesness that that hit me seeing not only that coffee cup, but then this eighties ass mall. People, you just <laughs> all I can say for anybody younger than us, you know. Um, who you know born later in the 80s and don't really quite remember or you or your straight up 90s baby or, or or younger you had to be there you know yeah you can watch this and appreciate it but if you if you were there then the stuff would just be hitting just just right in the feels yeah yeah i i that is exactly the uh the correct term because it hit me in all the feels i mean it was and this fucking mall, the Star Court, Yo. It, it reminded me of, uh, for our St. Louis fans, like um, early, early Chesterfield Mall. Early, okay. Where, Yo, go ahead, finish your thought. But I'm yeah, gonna... like early Chesterfield Mall or um, early West County. Because, see, I know we, we've talked about the 80s malls before. But yeah, I was gonna say, man, let's just let's just segue. This is why we do this is why we doing this episode on Death Cakes. Jay, how far back do you remember the malls? I I remember them all the way back to eighty five, eighty four even. I mean the my earliest memory of the mall is like Christmas and going going to see Santa because back in the yep. day the malls had these really elaborate uh, like setups for the mall, for see, like there'd be these whole rooms that that you would uh, go down to to see Santa. Yep, and the one that you started to talk about, okay, because there was three. I mean, other ones would spring up, but the ones I remember the most from back then was the the old, the, not not the current one that got remodeled in what two thousand one, and it's still there today. But the old West County West County Center. Yeah, with the big dove out in the front, which is still there. Um, there was, uh, and the, the St. Louis Center, which I know we well, talked about it a lot in the. Pe- I know we talked about it in the previous episode somewhere, one of the earlier ones. But St. Louis Center, um, the reason why I remember that is because you we, you started talking about going to see Santa Claus, and we would always go downtown to that one because that's the one that had the black Santa Claus. My mom would take us to see the black Santa. That one always had a really elaborate, like thing too, because they they would use like a closed door, and they would have yeah, you know, like all these animatronics and shit that that would talk and sing and stuff. Uh huh. It was but, the same ones every year. We'd recognize them every time we went back. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes, see now, let me break this down because there are, in my mind, and tell me if I'm wrong, there are two kinds of '80s malls. There was the 70s mall that that was reconfigured into an 80s mall. And that is kind of what the Star Court looks like. Then there is, and that those kind of, kind of malls went, you know, be, because they would just repurpose, you know, a 70s mall into an 80s mall. Yeah. And then um, 
you know, all, all the 80s stuff, 80s stores would be there. So it would be the 80s mall, like Starcourt, would have a lot of wood paneling around. Uh, there, there would be sort of the 80s, um, you know, neon signs and stuff for the stores. But everything was pretty muted and brown, um, especially in the in the uh, in the walkways in in the main areas. Yes, these malls always had around. They they had you know the three wherever the three. Um, well, depending on the mall, wherever the three uh, escalator stations were. Yep. The escalator would always have that pit that, that they, they showed on at the Star Court, where um, there'd be like a sitting pit. You know, there, there wouldn't be anything there but a bunch of wooden chairs. It would be around the base of the escalator, and that's where you, your parents would always, you know, say to sit and wait for them if you ever get separated. But it'd always have like some fake ass plants sitting around the edges. Yep. And with that. You know, that that it's not even mulch it's like that i don't even know what you call that shit that gray sort of looks like looks like shag carpet but it's not yeah <laughs> and that's where, in lieu of dirt for those for those uh fake plants that's what you would see in there yeah and see that's that's the kind of malt star court is but then there is um the st louis center which is when when the uh, stores started building new malls, then everything would be white. And, and we talked about this in the Ninja Turtles episode we did, and probably yep. in Christmas episode, where malls the, were uh, yeah, white. We Ninja white. Yeah, Ninja Turtles, Christmas, and uh, Gremlins 2. Yeah. Because Gremlins they, 2 was another one. You know, everything's white, everything's... And then all the, the signs are in neon, and usually, you know, even if it's a known store... Um, they, they would have some sort of creative-looking, cursive-written neon tube sign out right. front, you know. Yep. But the Star Court is that early '80s mall, and that Star Court had me feeling all kinds of. Because not only did it look the part, and I don't know where they found the, this mall to decorate it like this. I, I guess. There had to have been a mall where they were filming that still sort of looked like that. But they, then, yeah, um, I found I, I've I've heard that when they when they will do like period pieces and redo malls and things like that, they're usually just like old factories that they kind of set up to look like that. Which is interesting because St. Louis, the St. Louis Center structure, at one point I think was a factory a long time ago. Yeah, that that and they was repurposed that into a mall. Yeah. But this mall had, you know, it looked the part. All of the signage for all the different stores looked exactly the same. You know, you had your Sam goodies out there, your Walden Sam books. Fucking good. Yo, they walked in that Walden books and see, this is why, see, this is, this is why we wanted to talk about this because, you know, when you see this stuff, it just kind of sparks all the memories of all the other shows. Cause like, or all the other stores that were out there because it's all the Walden books. But then you remember, back in the days, you had Walden, you had B. Dalton's, uh, and they would always be the B. Dalton stores always seem to be built on like a corner, be like a mm-hmm. weird shape to where like the the doors would seem to be like at a at an angle that you enter through, 
and the the store seemed to kind of open up. I mean, if you cleared the place out, it's still a, a square or a rectangle, but when you enter, it seems like it's a big triangle. The way yeah. you come in the B. Dalton stores. Yeah, and it was... I want to say that the, the B. Daltons usually were bigger than the Walden books. Uh, I mean, it, in terms of... The, well, I, I guess it maybe depended on the mall. It depended, and honestly, I mean, we would have to go and measure it. I mean, it seemed like the B. Daltons... They, they looked bigger, I think, just because of the way you entered them. Yeah, probably. Could be. But also, it seems like the, uh, the Walden books always seem to have the newsstand out prominently first and then the books hmm. you thought when you walked in it was a straight books and then the newsstand would be on the far wall yeah that's probably what attributed to the uh, look of the size and everything yeah but man the, the gap was there and then well this show takes place in Indiana and the one thing that sort of was out of place for me in terms of malls in, in my mall experience Mm-hmm. was uh, the Orange Julius because I, I always thought the Orange Julius was a like a coastal kind of place like like hot dog on a stick you never really see those in the Midwest or at least not in St. Louis I never saw an Orange Julius in the mall until I guess uh, Dairy Queen bought them and you'd see those combo ones uh, right? Dairy Queen Orange Julius yeah I and that happened in the early well it might have been the it might have been the nineties. Now I remember when I was in Chicago, there was still freestanding Orange Julius, uh, and that was ninety nine, two thousand or whatever. So I'm not sure when they when they combined, but nah. In St. Louis, we definitely didn't have Orange Julius till after that. Yeah, because I, I always assumed it was a coastal thing, you know, like a L.A. or a well, yeah, an L.A. thing more yeah. than anything else. Kind of like a hot dog on a stick. I've never seen, seen a hot dog on a stick outside of California. Right. Yeah, and I don't think in fact, you know, if you told us that how what you know, if you told us a place a hot dog on a stick, we're we here we'd just be like, isn't that a corn dog? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean So oh, let me rewind a second. So I was asking you about how far back you remember. I guess I remember that far back too, but there's the two that I remember. Okay, so there was that West County Center, which always seemed to be boring to me, I think even they still had a Woolworths in there. Oh like, yeah, that, that, I remember still the had that. Yeah, and that um, I want to say throughout the '90s, that was kind of like that was the dead shopping mall. Like no one went to West County Center. Um, and then, but I talked about the St. Louis Center. I don't remember going there to shop for shopping much, but definitely, you know, with uh, going to see Santa Claus. Uh, the main one was uh, Northwest Plaza. And at the time, it was an outdoor mall back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. They enclosed it. You know, they remodeled it and made it an enclosed mall. I want to say that was uh, maybe the by 88. 80s. No, nah, it was before that. Are you sure? Yeah, because I remember going to the Tilt in 1990, so by then they already had the... Uh, oh, okay. Had it enclosed. So maybe 87 or 88, I think, is when they enclosed it. But before, it used to be an outdoor mall. I remember going there a lot. I mean, 
because my mom would go shop out there, you know. Um, and for some reason, I heard it being a Ked store before uh, when we get our shoes there or, or Stride Right, if you remember that. Yeah. I remember going there back when it was, you know, back when it was open, open air. And you don't see too many of those anymore. In fact, do they, they still have open air malls anymore? Not so much. Outlet malls. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, outlet malls. And I guess the last one I saw again in Chicago was the Old Brook Mall. But one, I don't even know if that's still around. That's uh, way out in the west suburbs. Or two, if they've even changed it by now. I don't know. But yeah, there aren't, at least locally and anywhere I've traveled, there aren't too many more of those besides the outlets. Yeah, like that one in, in the valley. Yeah. Boom Crossing, there's that outlet mall there. Yeah, both of them, the uh, premium outlets and the uh, top outlet. Oh yeah, the yeah, there's two. That's right. Yeah, but um, I mean, so yeah, definitely there was those two, and then I remember, I don't know when the Galleria opened, and I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I remember when I remember going to the Galleria. Uh couldn't have been any older than six and i remember i think my mom just wanted to go to like one of the anchor stores like a like a famous bar well you know locally we have famous bar before macy's bought them out so for people outside of town you know it's basically just that um dillard's or one of those i don't know where i can't remember where she went i mean obviously long ass time ago but my sister couldn't get the name right she kept saying she kept saying it's ballerina <laughs> Uh, and then they remodeled or they added an extra wing onto the Galleria in 1991 um, and then that became the premier mall for the shopping destination you know and it was for a long time up until like really up until they remodeled West County in 2001 or 2 yeah. and that took all the business away from them and now I mean now malls are what they used to be but even then you know Galleria is still around, but I mean, it started to decline. I mean, West County is now the. I mean, if you're talking about the mall, Chesterfield is almost a ghost town at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say probably uh, West County is the one. The one mall that I haven't been there in forever, but another mall in St. Louis area that exemplified that 80s ass Starcourt mall. Uh, it was Plaza Frontenac, but that was the rich people mall. That, yeah, white people mall. Yeah, and for people outside of town, if you've heard, if you listen to Nelly and you heard the first album, the uh, Ride with Me, he name drops Plaza Frontenac, saying without no vouchers and bringing nothing back. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the rich people's mall. You don't, you know, all the the coach stores and the Neiman Marcus and all that kind of shit. That's yeah, what yeah, all the real real expensive stores are there or were there again I haven't been there forever so I don't know what it's like but that place had that old wood paneling and those those conversation pits I guess it was see uh, that's your sit. yeah that's your would that be you what you were talking about would that be an example of the 70s uh yeah or uh you know updated to the 80s yeah exactly okay that's exactly yeah. it the other one I forgot about was Crestwood Plaza in South County. Now that one, that was an 80s ass mall. Oh yeah, it was. And it was kind of a dead shopping center too. Um, I mean, unless you were in the area, you didn't make a trip out there 
for much. I couldn't think of a reason why, except, and we're getting in the 90s at this point, when they opened Exilorama. Yeah. Which like, tilt, but, you know, which is like the tilt, but bigger and more safe because at this point, tilt had become a kind of a dumping ground for uh just gang activity and i i i want to say it was episode episode 20 maybe when i talked about seeing my first gun down there yeah now i saw my first gun at uh crestwood now see (laughs) (laughs) there you go see but I mean, yeah, Crestwood was the, uh, that was my mall of choice in the 90s, because it, it was closer than going to uh, any of the other ones, than West County. Right. So that well, was... Well, West County where, was nothing in the 90s, so there's a reason yeah. why you know that one. Yeah, because they, because Crestwood upgraded itself probably mid-90s, because they added that extra that expansion on and they had that huge Walden books there I vaguely remember the Walden books but I remember the big ass food court and the Exilorama yeah yeah it it was about the same time they added the food court and Exilorama they had this huge Walden books there man I mean the place was the place was about the size of like a a Barnes and Noble now but it was Walden it was huge wow I loved it there but um, I mean, they the Stranger Things got everything right when it came to mall culture too. I mean, even watching that show, even watching them walk around, I'm just smelling like fucking, you know, uh, uh, Mrs. Fields cookies and 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 and, 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 and pretzels. Yeah, and <laughs> Andy Ann's pretzels. The only thing, the only thing the Star Court was missing was um, that fucking piano player bro piano player yeah. sitting in the middle of the of the uh no he, he'd be sitting he'd be sit, sitting in one of those conversation pits but right across from the piano store piano store there. there you go there's another one there's you remember when remember when every mall had a piano store yeah remember when every your... house had a piano in it whether you played or not, whether you played or not. Yeah, you buy your pianos or your your uh, electric keyboards. You can get anything there. But then the, there'd always be a guy who sits outside the store playing piano. Yeah, or outside one of the anchor stores, you know, because they had the they had the piano set up out yeah. there. Out yeah, the front, see, which, that, but, just... yeah, which I was to say, you know, rest in peace, uh, Uncle Beanie. You know, but if any of you guys saw the old, I think I know I mentioned this before in the old episode. But yeah, if any of you guys used to see the old light skinned black man out there playing the piano with. Nordstrom's or Famous Bar back when that was a thing and Macy's. That was my uncle. Oh yeah, that's right. I guarantee you that was him. <laughs> if you describe him to me like, yep, did he have those green, those green eyes with the and the, the wavy hair? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing that uh, the 80s malls had that, you know, they don't... Well, 90s malls now too. Because back in the day um your your teen heartthrobs and stuff they didn't sell out stadiums they had to go to the mall do their in stores yeah they had to do you know they they would do in store um autograph signings yep. and then you know every mall 
every mall. It doesn't matter, 80s, 90s, whatever. Every mall has, you know, their the, pretty much the same setup. It's it's the big hub in the middle, and then you've got your, your satellite arms that hook to the anchor stores. Yep. And usually the uh, the conversation pits that, that we keep talking about are right at the escalator banks. There, there's one in the middle in that, that main hub. Then mm-hmm. the, the, there's one at every escalator bank at the um, um, at the satellites at spokes. Right. So every now and then there would be a a uh, conversation pit that was larger than all the others. Sometimes it was in the center. Sometimes it was in, you know, on one of the arms. But it was bigger than, than the others because they would set up fucking uh, stages there. And, yes. you know, they would have, like, the, the stars of day, like Tiffany or... Uh, uh, I want to say... Uh, I want to say Boys in the Hood. I don't know why. No, New Kids on the Block. <laughs> Boys in the hood. Kids on the Block. <laughs> yeah, Young Jeezy and Gucci Mane. Yeah, would uh, come and you know perform, and they would be in this larger conversation pit because there would be a um, you know they'd be able to set set up risers and stage, you know, and that was what you did in the eighties. I want to say. Bilbib DeVoe did one at uh, yeah. Galleria something or one of those but I remember you see it all the time you hear it on the radio or on the TV wherever you know such and such at South County Center or at you know Galleria Mall or you know what I'm saying yeah and that was a big thing I mean that's what you know if you didn't do if you weren't doing concerts which I, I never I never caught anybody in, at a ball in the store but nobody I wanted to see anyway but uh, yeah, I mean that was all the rage. You know, you hear about people going to the mall. We gotta go to the mall this weekend because you know someone so is gonna be there. Yeah, the yeah. place would be mob, just madhouse. Yeah, it'd be crazy packed. You know, and you know there'd be people lined up outside. I, I know I talked about it before when um, when Mattel what was showing off their the new He-Man line, you know, it included, uh, it was a, the first time they had Hordak and the Horde. Yes. They had a mall-to-mall like, tour. And they, they had, you know, these giant displays. I think they had some sort of live show where quote-unquote He-Man would show up and, you know, say, hey kids, don't do drugs and blah, blah, blah. But I remember that they had this big um, it was like a storage container, but it it, it was all or it was more like not a storage container. It was um, like the trailer of a of a tractor trailer, a big rig. Uh huh. But inside was, um, you know, all the toys, and it, it was just this big line thing. It looked like you know Eternia inside, and you could walk through and you'd see these big glass cases of all the the new He-Man toys and Hordak and the Horde and all this stuff and oh, I, awesome. I remember my parents took me to that you know they, they give you a, I, I got a free poster at the end I think I got one for you too I think so because I remember that poster it was on my uh, closet door 
Yeah. So, you know, shit like that happened all the time. That stuff doesn't happen now. Nah, not anymore. But you know what? And uh, to, to continue that, you know, down that road, um, and we didn't go there for that. We just happened to be there when they do that. But do you remember some... I can't remember if they were remote control cars or like those... There was something to these cars. They were called record breakers. And you're supposed to race them kind of like slot... They're not... They weren't slot cars. But you can buy like different... They were... Oh, man. I don't remember a lot about these cars, but I remember you could race them and then you time them or some shit like that. And so they had a whole thing out there, you know, where kids like, you know, if you bought the toys or you brought yours, you could uh, enter in this contest, this record breakers contest and win like, you know, uh, win a certificate or a scholarship or some, some, you know, some, some bullshit. Really? There was a Northwest Plaza. Yeah. And Kevin Woodson from Magic 108 was there. That was the first time I saw him in person. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I don't think you were there. It was when I was, uh, no, but I, I don't even remember that oh. toy or the promotion or anything. Yeah, yeah, they um, they were called record breakers. I don't remember exactly what was what it was about these cars, but they were there's something kind of elaborate about that. Um, I'll have to look that up and uh, after after we get off the mic and uh, show you. But uh, and I bring that up also because I remember on Dead Pixel Live, shout out to Derek H. He was talking about it, which I hadn't thought about it in years until he brought it up. I'm like, oh shit, I remember that record breakers tour. But he and his brother had gone, and this yeah. was like 1988 or 89. So, yeah, while I'm like seven, eight years old, whatever, you know, while I'm <laughs> while this is going on, these motherfuckers like 14, 15, and show up to this thing, and they're all looking at the the, the people hosting it were just looking at them like they were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they didn't realize that they were you know they were way too old for this shit but they showed up anyway and did it but it felt stupid the whole time because they gave them the little not a t-shirt but the little um you know in gym class when they give you the like the red jersey that you just kind of put over your head and this tiny thing looks like a bib on them (laughs) 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 so yeah so that it, yeah, it was a nationwide thing. I remember that. And it was on. T- I think they even showed it on TV. If I'm not, I think they might have even showed it on TV. I'm gonna have to look this all up and show you later, or post that to our page or something. Yeah, because I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Yeah, but, but anyway. um, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean that's that's the '80s ass <laughs> I mean it. This again, this show hit me so viscerally not just for the 80s nostalgia but I mean this show it doesn't do a lot of product placement mostly because those products are obsolete now yeah <laughs> although shout out for to uh, our spiritual advisor had a whole row of Mr. T cereal Yes, and I texted you. I can't remember what episode that was, and I was like, "Did you did you finish Stranger Things?" You said, "Oh, I only got up to uh, episode whatever." I said, "Okay, do you know the significance of episode blah blah?" You said, "Of course I do." And I even <laughs> asked you. I didn't even asked you what it was. I'm like, "Okay, he knows." <laughs> I know what you're talking about. The whole yeah. aisle of that shit. And the other thing was, okay, 
I, I want to say real quick before you get when you started to mention the product placement and just like that kind of stuff is that the show doesn't do a lot of winking and nodding Mm-mm. you know as far as it being in the 80s kind of like that 70s show was kind of like that too where they never mentioned being in the 70s and they don't you know it's just it's it's just a time capsule and it's like you're it's like you're watching it happen even though it's not you know yeah, same thing they, yeah, they, they, they don't say this is the '80s. We have to do that. You know, they yeah. don't do shit like that. Yeah, it's very not heavy-handed. Just is there, but how fucking new coke kept showing up everywhere. Oh and god, I am new- only, I am only, I don't remember what year new coke was. I mean, obviously '85. I don't know how long it lasted or when it actually came out, but I have only the most vague memories of new coke, and I don't think I ever drank it. But I don't know what it tastes like. I don't know anything about this. But <laughs> the, the the prevailing sentiment is that it wasn't good, and that's why it's gone. But Lucas was just housing that shit the whole, the whole time. And then he <laughs> cut a promo about it, like how good it is. Like, this is the original, this is the remix. And yeah. Comes back, and I'm like, the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, and the way he cocked it back when they were in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh man, man! But, but yeah, me and my girl, like again, we were just bugging out. Like we you know, again, we're talking about just the visceral reaction and the feelings you would get when every time we see a store, like, you're like, "Sam fucking Goody!" Oh my god, remember when Sam Goody and Musicland were a thing? You know, we get into off conversations about that at the pause of the show and start talking about other shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, back to the product placement. I, I mean, yeah, a lot of the stuff is. Still heat here, but the the links they went to make sure that everything looked exactly the way it looked back then um, was great, and I loved it. But yeah. the one the one product place well, there, there's two weird sort of product placements. In there. The new Coke thing is played it as a joke and it's funny, whatever. Um, but then there was the the Burger King stuff. You know, when, when that, that Russian guy wanted Burger King, had to go get a Whopper, and they kept mentioning Whopper, Whopper, Whopper. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's a little too heavy-handed. But saying that, when I was done, when when we had finished the series, like that next, you know, couple of days later, I was really craving Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I went to, I went, you know, because I, I hadn't been to Burger King in months. Does sound kind of good, and they have surge. So hmm. they do have surge, but it's hit or miss, man. Depending, Burger King's fountains are notoriously shitty, and it kind yeah. of depends on which one you go to to where you can get the right uh, the right syrup. Because I've been disappointed a couple times trying to go in there and get fountain surge, and it'd be shit. But yeah, and you got to watch it because some of those have put in uh, that cherry surge. Oh god, that's a quick trip, man. Let's kill that. I'm glad they haven't bottled that up keep that shit over there and in fact take it off the thing we won't miss it but um you know I kind of oh my bad you just started talking about Whoppers it's like that I haven't eaten a Whopper in so long I just I'm not a fan see (laughs) I'm not a fan I haven't gone there I didn't well I didn't go and get it I got some fries oh but but it still got me into a Burger King but that also reminded me of do, do you remember when they don't do this anymore. They don't straight put like, like 
like big name fast food places in malls anymore. Like I remember when there used to be Burger Kings in the mall and, and, and Arby's and shit like that. You don't really see that. Oh anymore. yeah, I remember Arby's. I remember maybe it wasn't Arby's. I don't know. There was another. Sh- like I was in Subway. I don't think they do it. I want to say it was a Roy Rogers, maybe. Roy that Rogers. Was, holy shit. Was it? You I want to say it was in West County. Had it because I remember. Maybe it was Arby's. It was, was the last time was, I seen a Roy Rogers. You just blew my mind. Because I remember going there. The food court was up top, but not like in the center. Right. God, it was it had to be either West County or Crestwood. But went to no because Crestwood the it wouldn't have been uh, maybe it was Crestwood. But I, I just remember that's where I got my. Uh, my shirt tails, uh, tigger, tigger, uh, you know, stuffed animal. It, it was, it wasn't the, uh, it wasn't in the kids meal. You had to, you know, buy it separately or whatever. Right. Right. Cause it, it was a stuffed animal. It wasn't a, a toy. Yeah, that was the thing. It wasn't yeah. a big stuffed animal. Nah, was, probably about, um, probably about half the size of like your usual teddy bears. Yeah, because McDonald's but, would do that too. I remember, like when Muppet Babies was out, they had like that. You can go Muppet, back there and get a get a uh, Kermit or a Fozzie or something. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what that was. Yeah, because I I had Fozzie from Muppet Christmas Carol, but yeah, it, it didn't come in, in the Happy Meal. You had to buy like a a burger and a drink, and then you you get the the doll for like another three bucks. Right. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. I had one of those. Um, do you remember when? When Jack in the Box for the oh, shit, Jack in the Box used to be in the mall too. They don't do it anymore. Um, when they tried for a minute to rebrand the, rebrand themselves as Monterey Jacks, they tried to go upscales a little bit. And they had Disney toy. You could get like Dumbo or um, something oh, like. I, I, had, yeah. I have I had a I had a Dalmatian from Wonder One Dalmatians. Yeah, I remember that shit now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think McDonald's back in the back in like '88, you can go get you can get Fievel from American Tail. Shit, I remember that commercial. Yeah, <laughs> from American Tail. Yep. Yeah, but um, back to what I was, I was saying. One other product placement that's not a product placement is um, that fucking ice cream place, the the Ships Ahoy. <laughs> you know yeah. they, they they put it everywhere, but um, you know they're that that's a made up store, not real. But what yeah. they ended up doing was partnering with um with with, with Baskin Robbins, which was big in the eighties. I was gonna say in the eighties it would have been a Baskin Robbins. Yeah, so I don't know I don't know why they didn't just put it in the store or in the 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 show, but they had it. You know, on on uh, they 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 were saying, you know, this summer Baskin Robbins is is becoming Ships Ahoy, and you can buy that at Butterscotch <laughs> Ice Cream by the pint, or you can you can order that that butter butters the the SS Butterscotch that that uh, banana split. Yeah. Ship. So you you could get that Sunday at Baskin Robbins as Ships Ahoy. So I don't know why they just didn't put Baskin Robbins in there. 
Well, it might have, it maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It could be maybe they just didn't come to terms as far as well. But then again, they still partnered with them on the advertising, so I don't know. Yeah, that's that's why I, I don't know. That is weird. But you know, I, I thought that was a cool little piece of branding. It kind of reminds me of when the Simpsons movie was out and uh, Seven Elevens got turned into Quickie Marts. Oh yeah, I forgot about or that. some of them didn't do the full on like facade change. Some of them did, which is hilarious. But they were selling the products in there, so like, you can go get like Buzz Cola, and it'd be like look like the cans actually look like cartoon drawings, or you can get like the the, the, the Homer donut, <laughs> Duff beer, and all that other bullshit. That's uh, I remember that now. Yeah, but. I mean, the product placement in, in this ADS mall I thought was great. I mean, just ev- everything about the mall was perfect. Yeah, and the fact that they centered... They knew what they were doing, too, because they they centered the mall as a front for the experiments. But that means that they have to keep going back to the mall and showing it to you. So yeah. they, were, they were doing it on purpose. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> If I ever meet the Duffer Brothers, I just want to shake their hands and thank you. I just want to buy them beers. Yeah, yeah. Just thank you for for bringing this you know childhood thing back to me. Yeah, it 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 was great. But I mean, just the only thing that eighties mall was missing that I didn't see was a toy store. I didn't see a children's palace or anything like that. Right, I didn't see you a see KB one? or nah, I didn't see a KB or a um, uh, what was the other one? K and K. They always started with K. There's yeah. one more because Children's yeah. Palace was like they, they were usually mall adjacent. They were freestanding stores. Um, yeah, that's true. There was just like Toys R Us would become, but there was another one. There's another toy store I can't think of right now. Toy yeah. Chest. Oh yeah, Toy Chest. Yeah, didn't see that and didn't see. Well, I guess it's '85. I guess there really weren't video game stores like that, like the Atari games would be at computer shops or uh, or, or you know. I didn't see a Radio Shack. Did you see a Radio Shack? No, I didn't. Because those were all. I didn't see one, and it's funny because uh, I didn't they have Radio Shack in the first season. I think. Yeah, along the street there. Oh, oh, that's another thing. That's another thing they did where, you know, where they were uh, exploring just like the whole, you know, mega mall thing and uh, the disappearing Main Street. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was really cool because that's right. I mean, that's right around the time it happened. 70s was kind of like the last bastion for those Main Streets, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that that uh, I mean, shit, that still happens with yeah. Walmart, though. Mm-hmm. You know, every every time a Walmart goes up somewhere. Yeah. Oh, um, the other thing. Kind of arguments. The other thing I meant to talk about, because uh, I mentioned South Park, uh, <laughs> is the music, which I didn't hear any of that in the show, but South Park did it. What? Well. And not so much in the mall itself, in the open air, but definitely in the department stores. I mean, there was always music and, uh, and, and Muzak, or whatever the case may be. But when South Park, that episode, when they were 
or that arc when was it I can't remember if it was a long story arc or if it was just a couple of episodes but the one when they were trying to get um, they were trying to order parts for their um, for the bike parade for your know, parts for their bikes oh yeah that was, and Amazon bad. yeah Amazon went on or they opened that Amazon hub out there but then all those people went on strike so they couldn't get their stuff so like well where did we get stuff before Amazon they're like oh, the, the mall so they go to the mall and it's all trashed out and burning down and oh, yeah. like going all in it but god damn it if over the speakers they weren't playing fucking Anita Baker <laughs> <laughs> I'd die laughing cause I'm like yo I remember the last time Anita Baker had a song and I don't even think she needs one because she will just get all the royalties on the back end from Muzak because that's the only place that cursed anymore. you hear that shit is in on the you know at like maybe 11 o'clock in the morning on the black radio station where they're playing oldies or in the in the in the, in the grocery store the supermarket or whatever <laughs> or in a fucking macy's or some type of uh mall department store all her, her old catalog is in there yeah or depending <laughs> on the mall you go or i'm um, the the uh, doctor's office you go to you may hear that in the background too you might yeah you might Weird love. I mean, that's the one thing they didn't do in Stranger Things. They didn't play any music. That's the uh, one I was looking for, but they didn't yeah, do it. I, I don't think they could have because, you know, it sort of take away from the. You know, they have the music of the show, so they didn't want to have to um, add mall yeah, music, I guess. I guess. Oh, man. But, yeah. God damn. Yeah. That was the only thing missing. Other than that, they nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's take a, another quick break. All right. I guess and, we'll clean up, uh, clean up season three after this. Yeah, well, actually talk about season three a little bit more yeah, yeah, all right. in depth than, than what we have <laughs> <laughs> all right all right we on the other side folks yep I know Cool, and Cool's teaming up with a good balanced breakfast. Teaming up with Mr. T cereal, it's getting on the team, the team that knows how cool breakfast can be. You get a crispy corn taste with a touch of brown sugar. Teaming up with Mr. T. It's Cool. Teaming up with Mr. T, golden sweet crispy teas. One bite and you're gonna be eating 
Introducing the great new taste of Coca-Cola, the best tasting Coke in the history of ever. It's a hit, it's a Coke, Coke is hit. It's Coca-Cola with a new taste, a new sensation, a new explosion of wonderfulness in your mouth. Go ahead, try it. It's just how you feel when you know it's for real. We've got the taste. It's a kick. All right, folks, and we're back. Right, home stretch, man. So, in case you haven't realized, yeah, this is why we—that was a—we talking about Stranger Things, which you always wanted to do, but really, that was just a—that was the Trojan horse to talk about them all. Because the whole time we watched them, <laughs> that was that show. We just kept commenting on the mall. Eighties ass up in your ass mall. God That's damn the episode it. title. Eighties ass mall. Let's just. God that's damn what it. it's gonna be. Up your ass. <laughs> Get your prostate oh, check, folks. Oh, Men especially, get your prostate check from an 80s ass mall. <laughs> God damn. Do that regardless, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but um, Stranger Things Season 3, uh, what, what did you think of it? I mean, as a whole. I thought it was dope. I mean, like I started out not knowing what it was going to be about, and you know just no real expectations as far as like okay I mean I don't know where the story's going I don't know what they're gonna do and I mean they I I, I, it exceeded my expectations I um the way it ended I thought you know and I'm not gonna come out and say that just yet but I just thought that that could have been that could either be the logical end to that arc or it could just be well we're not done yet we'll see you in season four See, and that's well. I, I guess we'll wait a minute till we're actually going to talk about the end. But that's kind of um, my issue with it. Is that end? Not so much that I thought it was bad. I liked it, but there was. It, it felt. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll get back uh, well, to that. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, as a whole, I, I thought the. Uh, the season was great it it is taking them the kids on you know the most logical uh you know path you know it, it it's really showing that coming of age hey we're not you know we, we're not kids anymore we're you know we're getting older and we're starting to notice girls that kind of stuff yeah and the and I thought even uh, you know L is starting to become more human. She is, you I know, has expressions and there's intonation in her voice, not just the same kind of. Yeah, it's not that flat, monotone mm-hmm. kind of uh, discussion that she usually has, right? Which is which is great. Um, Max, I thought was a lot more fleshed out this time. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they more she was... out more so. Yeah, I mean, last time she she was just the girl that uh, that the boys were fighting over, right? But now she's an actual sort of character. I mean, at, at the end, she she did kind of come into her own once she found out what was really going on. Uh-huh. you know. I also like that. Um, you know, well, 
to talk about Max real quick. I thought it was cool that you know she and she and Eleven, where they kind of had well the, uh, I guess everybody was kind of on a break, so they just got to go off to the side and just kind of do girl things, which yeah. hasn't really been on the show because Eleven. I mean, yes, yeah, she's a girl, but like we said, she's just kind of. I mean, she's fried, you know. So, yeah. so now you got to see her actually be a girl and do girl stuff with a friend, you know what I'm saying? But then also, I thought it was cool that so much stuff was going on. Like we talk about how they're growing apart and kind of, you know, to 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 a degree. And a lot of this stuff was happening while they were all split up from each other. You didn't realize they were all working on the same thing until like wait. Well, well, they didn't realize that they were all kind of. You know, in the same area, working, working on the same thing, and like kind of in the same trouble until later in the season. Yeah, because Dustin yeah. went off with um, what's his name? Steve. Steve. Yeah, and the whole time they were there doing their thing while everybody else was doing something else, but it was all connected. Yeah, and you didn't really, you know, didn't know it, and you know it. I I thought. <clears throat> That the the pairing of Dustin and Steve was great. Yeah, you know they they kind of got partnered up last season more by accident than anything else. But then to to see that that sort of accidental pairing become you know permanent and now they're you know best buds. I thought it was really great. Which is another thing because uh, Steve's coworker uh, Robin. Mm-hmm. Like he ends up kind of getting with whatever, but you know the whole time she's calling them out on that. Like, why you have so many kid friends? Which, <laughs> which is kind of weird. So it was like, yeah, why is he? And they're actually making it a point to kind of bring it up, and he doesn't come out and tell her exactly why. And then when they when they're trying to crack the uh, Russian code, and all of a sudden she gets in on it, and so that becomes part of the crew. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, how are you gonna? Because they went through some dramatic shit. Yeah, they did. You Holy know, shit. You know, Steve killed one of them things with like baseball bat. Like that. Yeah. You know, and yeah, he's still dealing with losing uh, Nancy. Which, you know, it is affecting his chances at getting at, at getting getting with other other women. Right. But you know, because well, they they didn't inter- interact that much, but you could see that he was still sort of pining for her a bit. Even, yeah, even though he he's he's fine with with it, he doesn't hate uh, the brother anymore. Especially after everything that they've been through, but you can still tell he he's still kind of pining for Nancy, right? And it's kind or, of Dustin that talks up Robin. It's like you know, you knew they were going that way at some point, but like Dustin's the one saying, "Like, hello, Robin. She's right there. She's awesome." Yeah, yeah. And I was re- reading an article where um, that actress who played Robin said said that it was like a mutual decision to make her gay. Like they, oh, and yeah. like <clears throat> the original script had them getting together, but the more they play, played it and just the way, way the script worked, they sounded as if they were more friends than a love interest and so right. her and and the guy that played Steve went up to the the uh, Duffer brothers and said hey what if we just make Robin gay and they're like you know what that sounds great and they went with it yeah 
which you know worked I, I thought worked really well because it does it did t- touch on something that wasn't really touched on in the 80s mm-hmm. oh yeah it was taboo back in the 80s yeah and and if they were in a movie they, they were you know flamboyant caricatures yep you know and it, it was nice to kind of see a uh, LGBT person played just a person as a person yeah I yeah. I hesitate to use the word normal because there's not they're not abnormal right but the way they were played in the 80s they certainly were mm-hmm but yeah, I, I thought it was all played really well, and you know, it, it sucks for poor Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get a girl, but you know. And but but speaking of Steve, by the way, is he the? I think he's definitely done the most as far as like character development because before he was like the bully. Yeah, and now he's you know completely different. Oh yeah, he he did the full heel turn on uh, on this show because he was like the asshole didn't he he kind of raped nancy or came close to it no no. uh, oh no his friend his friend was trying wasn't he his um wait that was back in season one right yeah uh i think they were they were about to and didn't go through with it or something like that. I don't think he ever raped. I don't. That, that's been a while since I've seen it. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he ever forced himself on her or like. Okay. I don't think I, it ever went like that. Because I mean, he was an asshole, but he was he was always good to her, as far as I knew. It was just like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think you're right. I I just didn't remember. Yeah. But yeah. He he's come a long way from, you know, the beginning. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but it's these little kids that did it for him. Yeah, you know, I, and I, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then the only thing that I didn't like was uh, Mike. I I don't know if it, it's just because the actor is I, I I don't know. I never had a problem with him before, but he was so whiny this you know about about uh l yeah and i i I guess it's part part of the show but he he, you know usually he was he was always sort of the leader but then this time he was so whiny about l so well yeah, but also Lucas was giving him bad advice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Even, even working bad, even working against him with his own girl. So it's like that was that was a weird. That, some of that stuff was kind of weird, but at the same time, I was like, well, you know, they're teens or preteens. You know, they're that, that's kind of how it was. People did stupid shit, or you know, don't really know how to. They're learning, you know. Yeah. Now, one thing it took me like two episodes to figure out that Mike's mom almost got killed. Right. I didn't realize it, it was Mike's mom whenever he first started hitting on her. I it, forgot about you. Know, I forgot that she, that she was Mike's mom too. Cause I was like, cause when, uh, she, when back in season two, when he showed, when, uh, Billy, when he shows up in his leather jacket with no shirt 
eating cookies all sexy and shit you know being trying to look for the kids you know he's trying to like schmooze or whatever i've forgotten whose mom that even was and didn't think about it till now and then when they were at the pool like all checking them out and shit like that like isn't she somebody's mom like yeah we can't I, remember who though like oh yeah she's mike's mom yeah i didn't even get that i didn't get it until she she was getting all decked out to uh to go uh medium and then she changed her mind yeah i i didn't get it until she was walking towards the door and i saw mike's dumbass dad sitting there i was like oh uh that's that's uh mike's mom yeah his dad by the way what a sap like that's like they, now you want to talk about 80s archetypes now that's the tv dad who is just like the most uncool like unplugged yeah you know person on the planet he'd be the one he'd be the one in the apple jacks commercial saying why do you like apple jacks they don't taste like apple <laughs> oh yeah totally yeah that's exactly right that's him but <laughs> oh shit he is the definition of one, one of my favorite words he's a putz <laughs> he's just, he is a putz he didn't get a lot of airtime this season. Well, good because he's a putz. But um, he didn't. He didn't get a lot of airtime. What's his? Uh, Dustin's mom didn't get much, if at all. Um, I yeah. Do they show his mom? Did, huh? I don't think so. And then you know the only other parents we have never seen is Lucas's. We've never seen a mom or dad. No, we haven't, but I totally forgot that that was his little sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she kept showing up, like, at the, uh, getting samples at the place. I'm like, why do they keep showing this little girl so much? And like, oh, yeah, that's Lucas's sister. Yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, she's the fucking goat of the season. Oh, she's great. Oh, my God. My <laughs> daughter and I love it. <laughs> Man, we, to the point where we went on vacation last last month we went to uh, to uh, Gulf Shores but one day we went and got ice cream and as soon as we, we walked in and, and and the woman asked if we want to have a sample I just look, looked at her and we just started busting up laughing <laughs> <laughs> but, oh that's great man Eric, Erica's fucking goat she's great you know the nerd that doesn't know she's a nerd mm-hmm. and then just that that was a great exchange when Dustin broke it all down for her, like you're a nerd yeah it just kind of has that come to Jesus well, like oh shit yeah he's like well, why do you know so much he's like cause I'm a nerd <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah she was great I mean everyone was was uh good this season even Billy, who I hated, um, you know, he even had a chance to redeem himself there at the end. See, and he—I um, didn't even understand him in the first one. He was just like, yeah, so I, you know, I thought he was a bad guy in the first one. Yeah, I really did. I, I thought he was the demo. Or the second season, you know, or yeah, second season. I I thought because he came rolling into town in that black. Uh, sports car whatever it was yeah muscle car and then you just she tried to run the kids over and shit try to yeah. run over the road 
and he didn't he didn't talk hardly and he always had that intimidating stare so i thought he was the devil. i thought at the end of season two like his skin would would peel off and then a <laughs> demo gordon mouth would open up oh god but then they they humanized him you know seeing his mom and he got all the flashbacks of how the stepdad used to beat his mom and all that stuff mm-hmm. so you know they they humanized the only person that i thought they went weird with was hopper and uh, yeah now that that's what makes me wonder what the next season's gonna be because now they're gonna have another season with no hopper I don't know because I thought he was contracted for four because maybe I mean, not because I wasn't I mean, that to happen uh-uh and they, they haven't officially announced season four anyway but um I I wasn't expecting him to go, but he I they try to pass it off as okay, he's dealing with having now a, a teenage daughter and you know his, his own daughter didn't didn't uh, survive that long and Right. You know, he doesn't have his wife or a woman in his life to help him sort of navigate this stuff and And I thought I thought for the longest, you know, like that Hopper and um, uh, and uh, Will's mom, Joyce. We're gonna, Joyce. I thought they were going to hook up, and they, it, it. I mean, well, they can't now. He's dead. Yeah. Well, they, they've had that whole will they, won't they thing since the first season. I know, but I thought that was going to materialize with this one, and it kind of did. Kind of. And then. <laughs> And then he <laughs> by the way, it's like you know, same thing happened to Bob dealing with this shit. Another, you know, boyfriend killed in, in in another one of these damn ordeals. So it's like, man, yeah. But did he did he die? Because did you watch all of the last episode after the credits? After the credits? Yeah. No. Okay, you need to. I oh, won't fuck. say anything. Then. You need to go back and watch the end of the credits. Oh shit! Okay. Because no, we didn't. I, Only yeah. off, we clapped and you know said, "Wow, you know," because you know once once you binge just uh, once you finish the season of a show that you've been watching and it's over, just kind of get that feeling. Same thing, a feeling where like when you like to the the final act of a video game or something like that, and it's about done. And you finally wrap it up. And it's like you're happy you did it, but it's like I just lost my best friend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is what I unwind with every night, or you know, whatever the fuck. And now it's now it's now it's over. Now, granted, we did this over the course of a couple of days, but still, once it was over, we're like, okay, you know, we're just like happy is over. But it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, that's how I was. With so the, now, when the credits came on, we stopped. That's how, how I, I was with with the uh, Red Dead. I didn't want to finish it. I mean, that's almost a Fallout 3, man. I mean, not that there wasn't, there's plenty more stuff to do in it. I mean, you'll never finish that game if you try to play all the side quests, but I just got to a certain point where it's, okay, time to wrap it up. But at the same time, I was kind of shedding a tear. Like, oh, Fallout 3 is done. Yeah. Okay, well, I can't say anything anymore until you go back and watch that. Guess I have to do that then. All right. So um, I won't say any more about Hopper. Uh, Other than, I, I just didn't. I wasn't as big a fan on him being such a huge asshole. 
Cause yeah, he, it, it yeah. Seemed, I, I mean, he always was an asshole, but he seemed to be bigger. He just an alcoholic asshole. I think he just didn't really know. I don't, I don't think he was so much trying to be an asshole as just the fact that he just doesn't know how to deal with a, a teenage daughter. Yeah. And then now she's dating, and she was, so it's like, how do I? And, and and on top of that, she's got powers and can just, you know, not listen to me when she decides to. You know, so it's like, well, how do I deal with that? You know, so I I, I got it, but I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I liked him. I I, I still think he's, you know, he, he's one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah, mine too. Um, it is interesting now that L doesn't have powers. What's going to happen? Right. You know, if if she will get them back. Now, you know that that's one of the things I I won't call it a lost opportunity, but I would have liked to have seen um, eight come back. Yeah, or or any or any of these other kids that they speak of, if they're still around. Yeah, like it it, it would have been cool if uh, what's his name Murray or whatever his name was, uh, Brett Gelman's character, the. Uh, the reporter guy that had, had the bunker and all that stuff. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, it would have been great if if it had turned out that that he like so, somehow was in contact and and found eight. And... and that guy's hilarious, by the way. I forgot about that whole thing. And uh, when they had the uh, the Russian dude. Oh, <laughs> poor Sergey. <laughs> or no, it was named Sergey. Uh, I don't think it, uh, what or, was or it started with an A. I think it started with an A. It wasn't Sergey because we would have laughed about that too because we know a Sergey. Yeah. Uh, Whatever his name was, he was great. It was Alexi. Alexi, that's right. That's right because um, people are talking about uh, David Harbour's in uh, in that new uh, Black Widow movie that that's coming out oh right on and he's playing oh wait uh, no go ahead and say what you're saying but wait man he's playing what he's playing a guy named alexi the uh <laughs> so hot they turned hopper yeah <laughs> he's playing um god what's it like the crimson guard it, it's like russia's version of captain america right uh i forget like Crimson Guardian or something like that. Oh fuck! Um, but that's a prequel. Mm-hmm. It, that takes place before, right? The Marvel MCU at some point. I'm not sure when, but that's a different topic. But um, yeah, he was uh, Alexi was uh, great. And then like uh, we talked about at the beginning there, that Russian. Uh, enforcer guy totally a, a terminator homage we kept saying that too he looked just like a fucking um uh you know t what 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 the hell was his model i can't remember his name t1 that no t8 no t800 t800 yeah because the one yeah. was the liquid metal right he looked exactly like that and they kept saying it like they kept did, didn't even vaguely sound like Arnold too. A little bit. 
It's like they were trying to show you there was Arnold, but we don't have Arnold. Yeah, and he he uh, he would get his ass kicked and just keep going. You know, he'd get up. Yeah, he'd get knocked down. And he'd just stand up, and he never ran. He always just kind of walked. Mm-hmm. Had that that uh, Friday Thirteenth J- Jason kind of walk. Right, or Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean that, that's another great '80s homage that they threw in there. Yep. I mean, there's just so many of them in that in this show. Yeah, and I, and like I said, the special effects were top notch. Especially when when that sort of middle episode towards the end, when when they had to kick it off, and the mind flare starts just melting people to make make its new body. Oh god, yeah. And just walking crazy. down the stairs and then just falling apart. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh, that, that was sick. Yeah, that that poor old lady that found the rat, her nose just falls off and then she just falls oh. to the ground. And, and and Quentin was right there the whole time too, so that just made it even more weird. <laughs> like you weren't sure you were seeing what you were seeing? Oh, no, I was sure I was seeing what I was saying. It just amplified how weird it was. <laughs> like, God, what am I watching? I am too... I'm, 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 I'm too altered for this. <laughs> I got the hiccups now. <laughs> yeah, but... but uh, uh, anything else you want to say before we uh, get to the ending? Um, Of course, not the stinger, because apparently there was one I didn't know about. No. I can't really talk about it. So um, wait, the, I thought there was something. You talk. Okay. I thought there was something else I wanted to bring up. Well, just with the fact with them, uh, with with the buyers picking up and moving away. Yeah. So first of all, that's sad. Obviously, that breaks the group up for real, for real. And I forgot to mention the part where Will tears down his fort. Which oh yeah. Know, that. I mean. Yeah. Phantoms. But of suspense. I mean, with them picking up and moving, I mean, does that really change anything? He's still connected to that damn thing. If it show up again, um, that's that because did they say wait where they were moving? No, they just because I mean, I thought they were. It seemed like that was a farewell, like they were getting like out of town. Yeah, but you know, because eight was in Chicago, right? That's where L left. I believe, yeah. She went to Chicago. So if they're moving to to Chicago, that gives opportunity to bring eight back if that's where they're going. Ah, uh, huh? okay. I, and I'm just thinking that would be a, a great opportunity, especially with L having no powers, if she runs into eight. You know, eight could help her unlock her powers again. Find out there's still a piece of the Demogorgon in her. And now eight's wrapped in trying to help save the world. Hmm. You know that, that I'm just brainstorming. You yeah, know, I, mean, I, I don't know where the show is going, but I, I think that because I I would like to see eight come back. I would like to see um, even some of the other kids. Right. You know, come back because you know they're not going to stop testing. Uh, Paul Reiser's not going to stop. 
even though he he gave you know eleven a pass and a new social security number and all that stuff, right? You know, especially now that they know that the Russians are trying to open the breach, they're probably going to start up again, start something up again mm-hmm. as a way to counteract them. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I would like to see eight again. I would too. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't know what else, what much else they could do different. You know what? Let me, uh, let me take a pause in real time, watch this stinger and come right back. Okay. All right. We'll be right back, folks. Huh, okay. So I just steamed the stinger for everybody. I just, before we wrapped it up, you know, it's it kind of weighing on my mind. I had to go, like, okay, you know what? I don't think we can complete this without talking about this. So they still, they, they still have the Demogorgon. They feed some Russian guy to it, but when they're going to the cells to go get some somebody to feed to him, they say in Russian, they're not the American. So I'm guessing that's Hopper? Don't know. That's the theory. Um, I was reading online. There's a theory that Hopper, you know, he you saw he couldn't get back through because of that uh, fire, so he jumped into the upside down. Somehow the Russians have a gate open somewhere else and pulled him out because that that's the only way to explain how. How are you they would have a demo gorgon. Yeah. Because it would have died when the gate closed. Right. That's true. Huh. Well. So somewhere that there's a gate still open, whether it's in Russia or somewhere else, but there's a gate open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh credit said Russia, so I mean there's something okay. Alright. Yeah, and even well, even in the in the mall, they they showed where they had giant giant uh, boxes to hold demo gorgons or whatever monsters they pulled out of there. Right. So it's it's uh, definitely plausible that they got a hold of of something. I don't know if they really did open a portal or what but it is very possible that that Hopper is still alive well and all this means is we're going to be speculating and wondering and until they announce another season yeah which they haven't done yet yeah and even if they do see if they do with the kids growing as much as they have do they do another time jump do they because they're at 85 now and they're what? Are they even in high school? Uh, I don't think so. I think they're middle school still. Middle, yeah, I think they're like seventh or eighth grade. So one other thing they could do is do another time jump, like right to 
late 80s or even like 90, 91. It, it just depends on how old they get, you know, right. or how, how old they can play once they, once they, uh, start filming. Right. No, that's, that's true. You know, so I, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. And it, it, it would be interesting if they did a time, time jump after Will, Will and Eleven have moved away and maybe haven't been back to Hawkins in a couple years. And now they're older and, you know, coming back to town. Yeah, that's that's true. There's uh, a lot of possibilities, man. I mean, I don't... Yeah. I could sit here and marinate all night. But, uh... <laughs> Before we go, though, you had said something before uh, before we before yeah. I came back from that stinger break. One thing that we forgot to mention that we have to bring up: never-ending story. You want to talk about a, a nostalgia kick? <laughs> to you know, because um, every kid has done it. Yeah, I have a girlfriend in Canada. <laughs> you know, every, every boy's done it, and to have Dustin say yeah I've got this girl in Iowa that I can only reach with this ham radio you know and no one <laughs> believes him until the last episode where she finally makes an appearance but I'm wondering does that mean do you think she'll come back like she'll come to visit Hawkins which would be interesting uh, who knows but just to have have the middle of this this final act there's Russians shooting all over the place the mind flare is is coming to kill everybody and they have a musical break to sing the theme for never ending story <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was that was awesome and then I can't have, believe we didn't bring that up when we were talking about the 80s homages yeah and then to have it uh, come back in the final episode when Max and and Lucas are making fun of him, right? I mean, that was just genius. Yeah, man, what a just what a good show. I mean, how they 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 do the nostalgia in such a way. It's just the perfect amount, coupled with just good sci-fi and writing. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, even that that song, I sat there and I'm like, oh, well, that's funny. But then they're gonna do the whole thing. Yeah, they should. They're, they're doing the whole thing. Yeah, they're still going. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, but I, I mean, they they they've got great writing. They know the era well because you know they've got great set pieces as we've talked about for an hour the 80s ass mall they've they they've got the right musical cues to use they've they've got the right actors to bring in you know to really hammer home that sort of nostalgia feel you know i can't wait to see who they bring in for season season four you know it would it would be kind of cool if they had a like a, a breakfast club reunion or um, pretty in pink have Molly Ringwald and and 
What's his right. name? Judd Nelson or one of them. Yeah. Uh, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> yeah, Emilio Estevez ain't doing anything. Get him. I saw him on something recently too. He was like, looks the same except he's got facial hair. Emilio <laughs> yeah. Estevez, get him on on board. Why the fuck not? I you know, Phoebe Cates isn't doing anything probably. Well, she's in New York with um with uh with the Futtermans. <laughs> I believe they haven't had a gremlins joke yeah well you know the, the, the studios keep joking that they're going to make another gremlins and I'm hoping they don't but that's another oh, topic that's right they've got that animated show coming they keep trying yeah but that would be like get Billy he's not doing anything the kid that played Billy he could be in there Zach or whatever his name is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it would just be, oh shit, Michael J. Fox, he could be the the new principal. Uh, can Michael J. Fox be the principal, though? Mm. His afflictions kind of got him. Pretty. See, what's cool about Michael J. Fox is uh, he will take these, ro- like, you know, like his role in Kirby Enthusiasm or that short-lived uh, sitcom he had, which I thought was pretty funny, he got canceled. Is that he takes his roles kind of poking, making fun of himself? Yeah, you know, I don't know how well that would play on that show, though. Yeah, that's true. And well, it depends on what capacity he would be in the show. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like if he's going to be there as the comedy relief, I think he mm-hmm. can do it. But maybe not in a serious role. Or like uh, in Scrubs, did you ever watch any movie where he would show up? On- <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, he- I just remember his curb. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's basically it right there. Except instead of playing it as Parkinson's, it was just some sort of like just it was just a tick that he had and just like OCD and just fried brain. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he but, was signed his name on something like six times. <laughs> That's another conversation we're gonna end up being here all night. Yeah, let's uh, uh go ahead and bring it to a close. Yes, um, we've talked Stranger Things, we've talked the '80s ass mall. Yep, and uh, which is the whole reason we brought you here. Yeah, we want to talk about ass mall. We love the '80s ass mall. I hope the '80s. Ass mall never goes away in in pop culture. Oh man, nah. They, uh, um, I feel like, and I mean, I don't know how much longer they're gonna keep doing these '80s period pieces until they start giving way to more '90s period pieces, or dare I say, even like the aughts. But I feel like the '80s mall is like that's like the hallmark of that so if you ever do like an 80s period piece you gotta have them all in there yeah it's a must especially after this you gotta have it yeah cause I hate when they say it in other shows where, where they say New York was the fifth character that kind of bullshit but the mall was the, <laughs> was, was the the, uh, the final character in this show 
It is, though. I mean, it it was the centerpiece. It was the crux of this whole fucking show. The whole thing, yeah. I mean, it, it was... It was awesome. And... I don't... It... it it, like I said before, it brought forth such a visceral, like I could physically feel it in my chest looking at this mall. <laughs> and it it put me on a weird kick. Like I was listening to the 80s on 8 on, on Sirius for, you know, a couple weeks after just listening to these 80s ass songs. I was just stuck. I had 80s brain for a good two, three weeks. Nice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it affected me that much but yeah. it was and you know I didn't live in St. Louis and most of the 80s all of the 80s I wasn't a teenager I wasn't where I could go to the mall and and hang out like like kids would do right nah you know the hanging out wouldn't come out so wouldn't come for me until you know well in the, the 90s yeah it, it was the 90s when I would be you know the mall rat but I think the fact that I wasn't there that going to the mall was not a special occasion but you know it it happened less frequently so it was seared in my brain more does that make sense no I got you so seeing seeing this 80s ass mall <laughs> and that that's what the name is I, it, it's not an 80s mall it's an 80s ass mall 80s ass mall <laughs> It's it, it it just struck me in a way that that you know was visceral, but it felt good. You know, it, it was just yeah. nice to see again, yeah. even if it was fake. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, but what about you? Nope, not. Nah, think that about does it, man. I mean, I said a lot I need to say, and if not, you have uh, um kind of said it for me with what you just said there. I don't have anything to add, so. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So, as always, you can find us at www.nojibbajabbafm.com, facebook.com slash nojibbajabbafm, sort of. Um, Instagram, we're at nojibbajabbafm. On Twitter, at DeathCakesPod. I myself am at Ilroxki. Jay has a Twitter, but he don't use it. I, I stay away from Twitter because it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much negativity on, uh, yeah. on Twitter. I don't go on there. But I, I I I prune my feed pretty well. It's kind of a lot of work. It seems like more work than should be necessary just to enjoy social media. But hey, it keeps me away from all the bullshit and all the American society that we decried throughout this episode. And that's what I have to do. Yeah. Um, but we, I am there, and uh, we are there. Um, and I guess that also about does it. So uh, I'm going to finish off my Irish Mule. I will talk about that on the next Diamond of the Fool. Um, yeah. You got it? Yeah, that's it, folks. All right. Well, All right. until next time. See ya. You're gonna take out the Demogorgon with a slingshot? First of all, it's a wrist rocket. I don't sweat nothing, I'm keeping it moving. Nothing can stop us, cause I got a rocket. And trust me, I'm nice with the shooting. Talk a good game and I prove it, I'm never losing. Hop on my bike when my walking and my music booming. Don't try to play me, cause I am not stupid. Ask my name, I tell you it's Lucas. 
You don't know why I'm tripping, but man, it's harming you different than everyone around is supposed to protect you. Isn't it's like your mind's in the prison and you think never again when you trust anyone ever? Then you meet three friends that take you in like a family. Finally come your insanity, trying to do the right thing and just stop the humanity. It's like I never really knew what happened. It's tough adapting to being the only black friend. Huh? Play sports and they stereotype you. Make good grades so the teachers would like you. Shine too brightly and kids want to fight you. Keep your eyes peeled, don't let nothing surprise you. That's why I couldn't trust 11 initially. Past insecurities were letting it get to me. Recall when I was lonely, I remember the misery. Flipped it like a cassette, now the rest is history. Ready for war now, this is how we stop it. Foolproof plan back by your wrist rocking. From his flesh, we taking a huge deposit. Demogorgon, no match for scientific logic. Got it ready to score on first down. Do him like nested in that game earthbound. No wasted movement, make haste and do it. Make them look foolish. Lucas. I don't sweat nothing, I'm keeping it moving. Nothing can stop us, cause I got a rocket. And trust me, I'm nice with the shooting. Talk a good game and I prove it, I'm never losing. Hop on my bike when my walkie and my music booming. Don't try to play me, cause I am not stupid. Ask my name, I tell you it's Lucas. Lucas.